Oh, thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for what you've already started and what you will continue to do, Father. We know that, um, oh, that you, you just will do what you want to do and you're going to have your own way and, and you're just going to make it exciting and fresh and different um, because that's who you are, Father. The goal is to not do church. The goal is to be church with you, to meet you there, to meet you at that place. So, Father, thank you for what you've already done and what you'll continue to do. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to literally go straight to the punchline. Is that all right? So quick context. Feeding of the 5,000. We've heard that story. You know how they went up um, uh, where where God was trying to get away. um, And he had to, you know, this crowd followed him. uh, And, you know, they were getting hungry. And they were in the middle of nowhere. And they, Jesus said, go, f- feed the people. And the disciples was like, with what? You know, go. And so they found a boy with five loaves, two fishes. And God then, Jesus then broke the bread and obviously he multiplied. Um, so where, where I wanted to go to, and again, I had a lot of context setting, but where I wanted to um, talk about, and if you can go to one scripture, just one scripture, it is Mark 6.51. So just again for context, um, they, the feeding of the 5,000 happened. And then they went on a boat. They went across, uh, they went away. So after the, all of that happened, uh, this is when Peter walked on water. We know that story. We all know that story. Um, and then so Jesus says, okay, I've got to go pray. i just got to go pray. And so we hear the story of how there was waves, there was wind. And then, you know, even Peter was like, and they thought it was Jesus was a ghost, and that the whole story of Peter walking on water happened. And so obviously that, so, so this verse, this scripture, Mark 6, 51, was when all of that drama finished. They've all, um, Peter's already walked on water, and they're literally stepping into the boat. Then he climbed into the boat, and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. So the 10-minute sermon, because what I want to talk about was the significance of the miracle of the loaves. And I was thinking, again, when I, we've, I've read it before, but I was like, what's, what was the significance for the miracle of the loaves? So what was that, that feeding of the 5,000? What was Jesus trying to teach them? Because he's like, yeah, they, they, they didn't understood it, right? And basically, in the title of today's very short sermon, which I'm reminding myself, is that there is more than enough. There is more than enough. So I'm literally going to f- read my closing statements and then we'll, we'll finish. Because um, I just I feel like we, it's so, so in line with what already God's been saying through the songs and even through what the words have been sharing. Uh, but what is the significance of the miracle of the loaves? In the most inconvenient time, we've so much demanded from you, even when you're grieving. And just a bit of context, Jesus was grieving because John the Baptist he just received news that John the Baptist was killed. And so he was actually going away to, to grieve. But then the crowd followed him because they're like, oh, is Jesus there, right? So that's where the 5,000 all happened, right? With the very little you believe you have, Jesus says, the little that you have is more than enough. Then Jesus took uh, John six eleven. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks to God, and distributed them among the people. And they all ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told the disciples, now gather the leftovers so there's nothing wasted. So they picked up the pieces and filled the 12 baskets with scraps 
left by the people who had eaten from the five barley loaves. And we all know that story, that there is more than enough. So even when there was nothing, even though there was only, sorry, not nothing, even though there was five loaves and two fishes, that even with that, God broke it, multiplied it, and there was more than enough. And so what, was, what, what this, you know, the sermon that I was going to preach this morning was that no matter where we find ourselves in this journey of purpose, in this journey of discipleship, in this journey of being the church, and we may feel like we don't have a lot. We may have a pastor who's also the worship leader who can't play the guitar, who can't sing. That is more than enough. And this is really the crux. And this is why I said God has already been speaking. That it does not matter. And even if we find ourselves and we look around or you even look within and you're like, what do I have to give? Even if you have five loaves and two fishes, that is more enough. So, so what is the significance of the miracle of the loaves? So what I was going to say is, the miracle is actually not the multiplication of the bread. We think that we want to look at, we say, God, do miracles, do more miracles. If only we had more miracles and people will believe. And yes, that's true. God will do miracles for people to believe. But with Jesus, remember, the, the crux of the scripture says, they, 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 um, where was I again? Um, 50, 51. Um, for the 52, for they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Their hearts were too hardened. So the miracle is not the multiplication of the bread and fish. The miracle is knowing that even with little, God can use that for His purpose. The miracle is not that I get the job that I want or I get to, to if, I be, if only I had this much to give. The miracle is to... Um, is, is the miracle is not for me to kind of be in this place where I have everything that I need. No, the miracle is knowing that God cares for my needs. The miracle is not that I become known for my good works, but that I know the source who makes it all happen. Because we are God's purpose. So when Jesus was feeding the 5,000, he wasn't just merely meeting a need. He was actually taking his disciples through a journey and say, hey, I want you to know the miracle of, of, of the five loaves and two fish. It's not just about knowing how to break bread and multiply. And, and I don't believe, um, did, there, did the bread multiplication happen more than once? Yes. It happened twice, right? Yeah, two times, yeah. And, but it hasn't, was it repeated in Acts or any, this? no, right? So it's not like, so again, the miracle was not, that, hey, now you can just create food, like solve, solve the world hunger problem, right? But the miracle was knowing that even with little, yes. even with little. So to finish, <laughs> there is an, There is an invitation to partake in God's purpose, God's work. In fact, you've already been given authority to do this work because God has given you the commission. Um, but is our hearts hard? Do we know for ourselves the significance of the miracle of the loaves? Do we see ourselves as God's miraculous work? And so I think when we talk about purpose, when we talk about building this church, and we, we have been talking about that. We have been talking about, you know, the harvest is ready. But sometimes we look at ourselves and we say, I just simply don't have time or I've got needs. I've got, you know, and, and, and Chucky preached this last week. I've got, um, you know, I'm on mission. I've got my vocation. I've got my calling, you know. All of that is very valid. All of that is very true. We all have very earthly needs, emotional needs, even, I guess, um, yeah. But, but, but God says, hey, even though you have those needs, what do you have in your hands? 
because what I have in your hands, even though all you have is five loaves and two fishes, I can feed 5,000 men and their families. I can use that as a blessing. And so the question is, is not whether God can. The question is, do we have faith with what's in our hands? And to finish off again, five more minutes or three more minutes. Um, so the, through the lesson of the 5,000, uh, 5, God, uh, God fed those people spiritually and physically because Jesus had compassion with them. That's why he preached. And then because he preached and he went late because apparently Jesus can preach long too. You know, they, they was like, hey, it's hungry. It's dinner time, right? So, but that miracle fed them physically. So there's the, the God met a spiritual need and a physical need. And it's safe to say that in Australia right now, and I know we, we talk about Jakarta and, and there are very practical physical needs that can be met and they should be met. And again, I'm not saying that we don't need people's physical needs. Um, but, it, you know, there's definitely, again, a spiritual need. But more so in the community that we find ourselves in, the biggest need sometimes is an emotional need. And so what's in your hands? You may have a great job and that great job affords you to support foundations, to support good work. Amen. Good for do it. Great. Keep going. And encourage people to do more. But the community that we find ourselves in, the place that we find ourselves in, there is a great emotional need. And you might say, Sam, but I already have got issues or I, I don't even have time for myself. And yes, more, more often than not, that is true. And that's the reality for you. But my challenge to you is, how many fish, how many loaves do you have? Even if it's just 10 minutes in a week to call a friend and say, hey, how are you going? God will use that. God will use that. Amen. So I'm going to pass it on to Brother. That's awesome. That is a powerful principle. I think, Sam, you pointed out, well, what have you got in your hand? Yeah. Just from that, that story, the multiplication, you know, it didn't say as Jesus prayed over the five loaves and two fish, they just pop up, multiply like popcorns, like boom, 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 all of a sudden 5,000. No. What did it say? They were breaking. As they were breaking, they, keep, they kept on breaking the bread. They kept on. The multiplication happened in the hands of the disciples, not in the hands of Jesus. How did that happen? As they were doing it. There's enough God has in your hands. It's when you start to step out. You keep breaking it. That's what they do. They keep breaking it. And they keep breaking it. They keep breaking it. That's when the multiplication happens. Diane Prissy, you know, the reason I stood up, give her a hug. Until this morning, she said, Bram, I need to have a rest. I can't preach. I'm tired. I need a rest. She stood up and just like, bang, bang, bang. I said, that is one of the best sermons I've ever heard a preach. You know why? Because she multiplied herself. Because it's not about her, it's about the power of God. And she stood up her passion for God's people, God's church. And if you have carried that burden of the Lord, God is, it's almost like God can't wait for his people to multiply what they have. Yeah. The problem is, as long as it's still in your hand, 
it won't multiply. You need to start breaking. That's all stand up. Come here. Come here. I see around here people with amazing gifts, amazing, amazing power of the Holy Spirit on them. Well, literally, I, I, had to, I, I couldn't stop myself giving my wife a hug because I know she was exhausted. That's why she said, no, I can't preach, I can't preach. But <laughs> it's like we have to be driven by a passion for God. Passion. And you know what? What is that passion? What is the passion of Jesus' people? He died for you guys. And I, he died for people. That's why people matter. Now, now, let me say this. That's why, obviously, as institution and the church has been blown it because we made it about institution. Yeah. But really, church is people. Yeah. It really is people. That's why, that's why Peter wrote, he said, as we come together to the living stone, Jesus, the living stone, we like living stones. You and I are the bricks. But a life break, you know, living bricks. We build a spiritual temple. Come on, let's just. Yes, Lord. Let me just pray. Father, I thank you, Lord. From the moment you call me, both I and I, until this very second, we believe in you, but not only you, but we believe in the church. The call of the church. These people, Lord. We believe in what you can do through people. And Father, we live our lives for that. We give everything to see your people come together, becoming this temple of God, living stones. Yes, Lord, bless everyone here. Let's just worship God. You know, the Bible says that the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth throughout the whole earth to find someone whose heart is truly his why? because he wants to show himself strong on that person's behalf the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole, whole earth to show himself strong on behalf of a person whose heart truly his. Will it be you? Will it be you? Yeah. It's not about, it's, listen to me, it's not about ability. It's not about what you have, it's about your heart. Yeah. That's all it takes. Our heart is totally His. That's all He wants. Yeah. We've it's not about whatever our ability to, to create a massive organization, all those things. No, God is looking for a heart. See, that's why I love one of the songs my son Ben wrote, that the God of this universe has chosen to call my heart his home. The God of heaven, the creator of the whole universe, has chosen to call my heart his home, your heart his home.
That's why he's only looking for the heart. Let's lay hands on our hearts here. Let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, whatever the church is going through, we are your church, Lord. We set our hearts apart for you. Lord, invade our hearts with everything that you have, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Like you promised us that the spirit of truth will lead us into all the truth. So we surrender, Lord. As we leave this place, let every person here, Lord, who we are before you will touch people around us, our family members, our neighbors, our friends, at work, with business, anywhere, at school. Touch your people, Father. Yes, Lord, because we are people marked by your spirit. Bless your people, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys.